Hi, am I getting lazy with this podcast? I don't know, maybe. Yes, leave me alone. I'm just trying to set my boundaries in peace. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I decided that posting twice a week was a thing, but I have slowly come to regret it. And so on my last post, uh, I literally recorded it earlier in the day. And then all of a sudden I got to work and I didn't have Wi-Fi. Like when I remembered, oh yeah, I needed to post this at like earlier this morning and I was at work, I realized like, oh shoot, I don't have Wi-Fi. So I didn't post it until freaking nine o'clock at night, basically. And who's listening to my podcast at nine o'clock at night? I doubt anybody, unless you live in another country and it's most likely a different, uh, yeah, most likely a different time zone there. So yeah, my apologies. Um, other than that, so I don't know if anybody has noticed or if I talked about it or not, because I literally don't remember like what I've talked about with who and when and what and why. I don't know if that's a thing with everybody else, but it happens to me a lot. Like my sister would be like, oh, you never talked to me about this. And I'm like, I could have sworn I did. But in reality, maybe I talked to my mom about it or somebody else like I literally this is like having another conversation and it's hard to keep up with um who I said what with and whatnot like it's just like a whole nother conversation so anyways um I was gonna say that since this past semester since fall semester I have been my sleep schedule has been so screwed up and I think I have actually talked about it um you know, I wake up in the afternoons. I will literally set my alarm clock. Actually, speaking of, let me do that. Alexa, set an alarm for 9.30 a.m. Alarm set for 9.30 a.m. tomorrow. She's so sweet. Anyway. um, So, yeah, like, I literally set my alarm clock and then go right back to sleep. And it's terrible because my alarm is Afrobeats. So, and I like waking up to that type of stuff because it's very hype music, that type of stuff. Maybe I should change it to, like, I don't know, rock music or something to just get me up and going. I would, like, this morning, I literally heard it. I was listening to a whole song. I was up half awake for three whole minutes and then the other song came on and I was like, oh, I kind of like this song too. So I stayed up for like 30 seconds listening to it, <laughs> just the beginning. And then I was like, oh, heck nah, like I got to go back to sleep. I'm tired. So I turned it off. That is the struggle is I know that they say like, oh yeah, your alarm clock's supposed to be away from your bed. That way you don't, you know, it's not easier to do that. But I could literally just tell her to like stop playing whatever she's playing and I can go back to sleep. So it's still even worse. Maybe I should put my phone across the room, but then I would have to, you know, before bed, that means I would have to put my phone on the freaking dresser before I go to sleep. And that's just a hassle for me, low key. Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, it's really, all I have to do is just go to the other side of my bed and put it away. I don't have a nightstand, so there's that. But anyways, to help me get to sleep, because there's been times this past week, um, which I don't think I talked about, but there's been times this past week, ever since like Thanksgiving, I stayed up late one night, and after that, it just screwed up my whole schedule. 
to the point where I'd be going to sleep at three, four, five, six in the morning, which is terrible because I've said before many times that my body will be like, oh yeah, you got eight hours of sleep, time to wake up at 11, time to wake up at 10, like, and then I'm just tired, you know? So it's not really good. Um, I decided to try the Zequil melatonin, uh, whatever thing that they have to help me get a better rest at night. And this will be my third day. Um, yeah, this will be my third day on it. They really like gummies. They actually taste pretty good. Like it says to only take two, but really I want to take three and but I'm not going to because I don't know the consequences or if anybody has ever taken three of those I haven't really seen nothing online nor have I done too like too much research about the reviews I've gotten uh the people who say they love it and of course there's people who are like I hate it it doesn't work for me that type of stuff to each their own um the first night I went to bed at like one so that was pretty good and I only took one um gummy and then I just told myself, like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to take two because I don't think, like, I don't want to be going to sleep at one either. And so I took two. Not to mention, when I was taking them, I took them a little bit later after I had already, you know, would watch TV or play a few games and stuff. So it, it's like, okay, I decided that when I got home was when I was going to be taking my gummies. That way I don't have to worry about... um you know, taking it later and then going to sleep later. So I took it today. As soon as I got, well, as soon as I remembered, that was probably at like eight something or nine ish. And it's like nine right now. Um, So I'm just waiting for it to kick in. I'm going to watch some French shows. Um, Then I'm going to head to bed. And uh, yeah, that is how... My nights have been going, I've been typically going to sleep watching Bob Ross, but I wanted to try something different today because I really like French, like I love the language, I love the French language. I know that I was in Germany for a minute and everything and I've been to Italy, I've been to Croatia, but, and I've been to Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam, not just because they smoke but because they are just vibing, like, is that song, like, I'll be vibing in the Ritz Carlton? Is that, is that, the, I think that is what it is. Okay. Well, anyway, um, they're just vibing, you know, like, they're so, they seem nice. They don't really care. Now, I will say that you can get ran over by a bike there because there's so many bikes. I think, actually, that is the city. No, actually, it's the Netherlands as a whole, I believe, is um the land that has the most bikers and so yeah they have a lot of bicycles they have a lot of bicycle shops they are very cool chill people is what it seemed like even on the red light district um it was pretty chill and if I was 18 I would have went in there and you know supported my gals you know what I'm saying like if you like it I love it and they just were like come on come over here oh my gosh you're so pretty come over here and I was just like mm, I can't not today girl maybe next time I only spent a day there though and then I went there with my family and it's weird because um I had went in separate separate months I think I had went 
the first time during spring break for a day. The next time I had went for, I think, a day as well. It was probably a day or two. I can't remember. Uh, And I think that was in April or something. So March and then April. And that second time I went was with my friend, my family I met. And my the first time I went was with my friends. Um, What was I going to say, though? Oh, yeah. But I was going to say it's kind of crazy because it's like I kind of remembered the layout of the city. And so sometimes when we got a little bit lost, my dad would be like, okay, well, you've been here before. Like, do you remember kind of how to get certain places? And I would come up on certain places. I'll be like, oh, I kind of remember this. It's just hard, though, when you don't live there and you're just visiting and trying to remember, even if it was the month before, because so much happened between that month that, like, I would have easily forgotten, especially if I'm just visiting. Um, Frankfurt, also a great city to go to. I've been there couple times I like it there Hamburg really nice there's a city or a place or yeah there's like a place I was supposed to go uh I don't remember what it's called but it's like a really popular uh area in Germany but I don't think we ever went anyway um so I went to France the first time I went to France I went with my my family and uh it was nice for the most part there's like a lot of people they're used to tourists so I think a lot of people are always trying to steal stuff you know so the first time I went I put my phone in my front pocket because I was like nah you're you're not about to steal from me I'm gonna see if you steal from me because I just assumed that I would see it um but I have also said before that reminds me of Louisiana I mean it is I'll say this. It is a it's a pretty city. It's a pretty area um in Europe for sure. The language is nice. The food is where we ate at at least was okay for the most part. Um it was pretty good. It just depends on where you're going. Yeah, just a lot of people trying to scam, you know, and I think that would be in any area that you go to that's like a touristy area cuz even if you come maybe not so much to San Antonio. I think if you come to San Antonio, especially if you're downtown, you're getting to, you're going to see a lot of drunk people and a lot of um homeless people. Same if you go to Austin, same if you go to Houston. I think it depends on what city you're going to and at what time, especially so say you go at nighttime, right? Yeah, you might hear and almost anywhere in the United States that has a big touristy area, you're probably gonna get some people that are gonna try to steal from you. And that type of stuff. It happens in Chicago. It happens everywhere. You know? So, it's not like I was just like, oh my god, they're going to steal from me or nothing like that. I was just like, okay, well, I know that I'm a tourist and I don't really know my way around here. And so, I'm going to put my phone in the front pocket. Um, But yeah, they do have a lot of people trying to scam. Like, hey, can you come sign this for this and that and a third? And I'm like, ah no sorry I would love to another time if I knew what your intentions were but I just I don't I don't trust people and so there was that that was the first time I went and I got this I think it was the first time or the second time I got this really nice scarf I got some keychains I love getting keychains every place I go to I get a keychain I need to get a bigger box to hold my keychains in because um I simply don't have 
a big enough box like it's getting full and i've had that box for a minute now i don't even remember who gave it to me but it's kind of sparkly and i usually don't keep sparkly stuff but um it's kind of cute so there's that and so the second time i went um i went with my family again and also it was during graduation well, it was right after graduation um but my grandparents my grand both my grandmas came um and two of my great aunts came to germany and that was pretty cool and it was a lot of fun i it was so embarrassing there's this part where um you know i think there's a museum on one side and then you walk across the street and you can see the eiffel tower and so we decided to go across the street so we could see the eiffel tower because we never really i don't think we saw it the first time that we went on top of that i never um been up to the eiffel tower never been even near like really close to it still to this day that'll be probably one thing that i would do if anything if i was to go back anyway so we go over there to see the eiffel tower and it's like an area where there's like some statues like this building and what else was there there was like a place where a lot of people were sitting and taking pictures and all that crap and whatnot the usual so i see some steps and and a railing and i'm like okay well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna walk down the railing or whatever or did i walk up it i honestly don't remember it, it was it happened so fast but i was going to go sit next to my grandma on my dad's side or my mom's well i think i said that right my dad's mom basically my grandma on my mom's side on my dad's side forget it anyways my dad's mom and i was gonna go sit over there near her and something happened i don't know if i was walking up or whatever and i thought there was a stairs there or what but i no i had to been going down i had to been going down because i was sliding down like all of a sudden i'm just sliding down this slope and i thought that in my head i was like oh this is it like i'm gonna die in paris like what a death <laughs> that would be um glad i didn't obviously i didn't because i'm still here unless you think i'm a ghost and yeah that happened and everybody that was sitting there that saw it which was a lot of people because there was a lot of tourists there a lot of people coming to visit obviously at that time they all saw what happened and i once i like stopped where on whichever like area i was at i was like oh my gosh like i was in shock because everybody saw it not only did everybody saw it but everybody starts laughing my family starts laughing i couldn't help but to laugh i mean i'm known for being goofy for the most part in my family i didn't learn to walk correctly like in the way that i typically do now until i started you know watching things like the brats movie and freaking beyonce and sierra that type of stuff when i started seeing like oh this is how a flirtatious woman walks with her hips or whatever like you know what i'm saying like that it wasn't until then like when i learned how to walk but even then growing up i've just always been a goofy kid running into walls running into stuff and that type of ordeal so it was i was a little surprised that like that even happened but it's a memory that i'm gonna hold forever and i'm pretty sure a lot of people who were there are going to hold and probably talked about at their table and told other people and so yeah guys i'm famous for tripping 
and or not tripping but sliding down instead of walking down uh the stairs because they were literally so close to the stairs that I thought that is where the freaking walkway was at as well and boy was I wrong Anyways, the whole point that I was going to make was that I love the French language. I love the language. I love their um, their clothing, more so like on the fashionable side. I think their casual clothing is okay. I will say when you come from Europe and whatnot, Europe casual wear is different than um, American casual wear when I would go to stores and places after I came from Europe, I was so dressed up and I felt like a lot of people thought like, oh, where's she going? And da 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 because I would just, that was me dressing casually. And no, Americans, we dress bummy and like we make it cute whenever we want to. And if not, we just dress bummy and it doesn't matter. Like we can go to Walmart, we can go to Target, whatever. Um, Target's a little bit more bougie, kind of. They kind of look at you if you dress like you're going to Walmart, but I don't care. Like, they're going to look at me anyways. I'm black. And so, uh, yeah, I decided that I wanted to learn French, um, like, a while ago. I mean, probably then, but also because my best friend from high school, her grandma was French. And she thought, when I first met her grandma, her grandma thought that I was French. So she started speaking to me in French and I was like okay like what do you um I was like "Mm, girl I thought your mom I thought your grandma spoke like English and she's like telling her grandma like no she's she's not uh French you know she speaks English and she was like oh like and she starts laughing like oh I thought that you spoke French and stuff like that and you know and it was really cool but I mean, probably then, and then also when I went to France itself, like, I was like, I love this, and I got a book from France, because obviously I love collecting books, and uh, reading, and stuff like that, and the book that I got from France, I purposely got it in English, but it also has French words in there, and now I kind of wish that I got a book in, that was in French, you know? Um, because I think that'd have been cool to be able to read a book that's in French. I live in San Antonio. I live in Texas. Um, a lot of the books here, if I go to the language section and that type of stuff, whether it's in Barnes and Nobles or half books or even Goodwill, a lot of them are going to be in Spanish. So I, I mean, and I'm interested in learning Spanish too, but I would like to learn French first. I think that's more of a a task than learning Spanish. I've taken Spanish 1 and 2 before, and also I've lived here with people who speak, like, majorly, um, what is the word? Majority of the people that speak a language here (laughs) is Spanish. I don't even know if I said that correctly. And it's interesting, too, because a lot of people... I mean, it's weird, like, it's weird, and it's kind of hard to, with, I don't know how to, how to explain it, but, like, uh, there's no, um, there's no main language here in the U.S. of A, so a lot of people are always like, oh, well, somebody needs to speak English and that type of stuff, and to an extent, I can see that, um, like for instance people who may have businesses and stuff I can kind of see that because it's just like if I'm 
American and I'm going to start a business in Germany and I'm going to live there and, you know, I don't know the German language. Um, it's kind of like, how do you maneuver? How do you kind of get around then? Because you kind of have to know a little bit of German or something to, I don't know, to do that. And especially if you're going to have a business, like you kind of need to, I mean, it, it benefits to know both. And I think it benefits in general to just know more than one language, but um, all of us do not have those benefits to do that. And so there's that. Um, but yeah, like a lot of people in America speak both languages. They speak English and they speak Spanish or they speak one or the other. And a lot of people, like I said, speak Spanish, especially in San Antonio. So, um, you know, I like I said, I've always wanted to learn Spanish. But at the same time, it's one of those things that I think it's probably the if I could categorize it, it would be the easier language to learn. Um, as much as I always have said growing up, like, oh, dang, I wish I had learned a language growing up because it's easier when you're a kid. You can just pick something up. I learned how to sing. I learned how to um, play the cello. I learned how to play softball and cheer. And I did not learn how to play basketball, but I learned the basics of it. Like I did, I learned a lot while I was growing up. It's when you get older that things get a little bit more tough and, Uh, Maybe it's because we have a lot more to think about as we're older and whatnot. I don't really know. But I just know that kids pick up stuff very, very easily versus adults. And so as much as I always wanted to say, like, oh, I wish I had learned or I knew a different language before um, I knew English and stuff like that. Like, English is supposedly the harder language to learn. And I can see that because we have, like... I've said this before so many times, we have a lot of words that we say, a lot of phrases that we say that typically if you are not from America, it does not make sense. Somebody's coming up to you saying, no cap, bro, those prices in there are kind of high. Like, you'll be like, what the heck? Or what did you do? What did you say? Like, does that, that didn't even make sense. Like, say back to yourself, it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't. Um... It's just like my sister's always like, yeah, we, especially in a black community, we'll say like, oh, somebody's fool, like they're kind of fool, you know, so be careful, Um, which fool is basically F-O-O-L, fool, you know, and like they're a fool. So if you say they fool, like it doesn't make sense. So we say they fool. And it th- I think it's more of like an ebonics uh, type of that's. I guess a language, yeah, that is really a language of its in itself. Ebonics, uh, really like black African American sling, and that's something cool to have. I wish I could put that on my resume. Like, oh, what other languages do you know? Ebonics, like I know Ebonics pretty well. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> there's that, and and so what I was gonna say was like it's kind of weird because when you learn a language, they teach you the formal, uh words they don't teach you informal words and I almost wish that they would teach the informal words the informal uh phrases first instead of teaching you the formal because if you go to another country and you start speaking to them formally they're gonna be like oh this man over here is a politician this man over here thinks that he's doing or think they're doing something you know like look at you where's your freaking you're a blue collar, like, you know, because that's how I would look at somebody. If they start coming up to me saying, hello, my name is Annie. I am 
um, I am a woman. What is your name? Like, that's how they teach um, the language for, I think, majority of uh, languages in school. And it's just like, it's kind of beneficial, but not really. Like, I see where y'all are coming from. Maybe if I was reading a book or something, but yeah, no, like, mm mm-mm. And so um, that's my pet peeve. But anyways, so I remember when I was growing up, um, especially here in San Antonio, we have a lot of people who come from different, a lot of a lot of different places. I met a lot of people who moved from Puerto Rico or uh, Mexico and that type of stuff, um, El Salvador, and they come. And I so I remember in fourth grade when I first moved to um, one side of San Antonio, basically. And before I was living like way up north in Texas. And uh, so I moved down uh, back to a place, back to basically San Antonio, just on the outskirts. And there was this girl, I think her name was like Wendy or something. And she did not really speak good English. And I remember my, our teacher was like, hey, guys, this is let's call her Wendy because I really think that was her name. This is Wendy. Uh, she just moved from so-and-so you know she doesn't speak that good of English everybody say hi so I I talked to her and stuff and she said and her English was very broken um you know broken language and so she was telling me and I've also heard this from a lot of people but she told me that she learned English from watching TV like that was the best way for her to learn English and and that type of stuff and so even when I've gone on YouTube to look up um, and research, you know, French, if you're not from a certain place, the best way to engulf yourself in the culture, so to speak, is to, um, you know, watch the movies, watch the shows and the media and that type of stuff, read and and get as engulfed, in, engulfed into the culture as you can without actually being there. And so... That is what I have decided that I was going to do myself was just start um, watching shows and all of that in the language with the captions on, of course, because I want to know what the heck they're saying. It's different. Like I could watch a foreign show, not know what they're saying and kind of still get the gist of the show um, because like mannerisms are very... I don't know how to explain it. Like they're they're different in every country and everywhere that you go, of course. But there's a lot of things that we do, um, and that that show like what we're saying, even if you don't know what we're saying. Um, for example, somebody making a confused face or anger face, or they're happy or they're excited or whatever. Like you don't have to know what they're saying to understand the context of the words and and whatnot so that is what I'm going to do and I'm going to try to do it and I decided that I was going to start that um ASAP and so maybe I'm thinking every night I'll watch like an episode or something I don't know if I want to watch the episode in English captions first and then watch it in uh in French captions or what but I will figure it out. I just want to know another language that's not freaking English or Ebonics because, yeah, I think a lot of jobs, especially here, they look for somebody who's bilingual and I'm like, 
like I said, like I technically only speak English. I don't know a lot. I could get around in Germany, but it doesn't mean that I know the words. Like I could read it and be like, oh yeah, like okay, I know where I'm going. This says it's gonna the train says it's gonna arrive in five minutes and it's going downtown. Like I could read that and understand it, but can I say it? Heck nah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, needless to say, I do miss Europe. I miss the, I miss how it was. I feel like I can just take walks and just enjoy life and see tractors driving on the road and see cows and they were so cute and the horses and the farm animals and the, um, the chicken and everything like that. It was kind of like living in the countryside, but also living downtown. Well, no, I didn't live downtown, but it's also like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's just different, okay? It's just different. You would have to be there. I don't know how to explain it. Like, look on Google Earth or something. Google Earth or Google Maps, and you could see just how different everything is from here. It's a culture shock. It truly is. Especially when I first landed there, I was like, whoa, there are so many more trees. And then over there, it seems like, and healthy ones at that than there are over here. Like, you know? And especially as I'm getting older here, and I, like I've said, I've grown up in San Antonio, and it, though a lot of it looks the same, like the exact same, a lot of parts look very different. Places where there were cows and, um, you know, horses and stuff, and buffalo, like, they're not there anymore. Though There's, like, businesses there, and there's highways that have been worked on for the last, like, 10, 15 years that haven't changed because they haven't fixed it or whatever and it's crazy because like in Germany they will work on that highway overnight you know and it will be done or it will take if that like a week or something but like for the most part it's different I don't know everything's different obviously anyways I miss it but at the same time I love being home I love being in San Antonio um, it can be boring at times, but I'm an introvert and I think I can be boring at times. So, you know, it is what it is. But with that being said, thanks so much for listening to my TED talk. I'm getting a little bit sleepy and I hope that you guys have an awesome rest of the day or night or evening, whatever you're doing. And, uh, yeah. Ciao.